Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 115th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we're having something really yummy. And uh, I mean, if you're watching, you can see it's in a martini glass. I'll tell them. Oh, okay. It's it's a chocolate raspberry martini drink. But we make it special. Yeah, extra special. mm -hmm. Uh So if you want to know how to make a chocolate raspberry martini. You got to join the Marriage on the Rocks Speak Speakeasy Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of the Speakeasy, we have a giveaway going on right now. And um, so make sure that you join the Speakeasy group mm-hmm. if you haven't already. And um, go ahead and pause the what you're listening to right now on iTunes. And give us a five-star rating and review, a quick little review and um and then just screenshot that and post it in the speakeasy group to be entered into our giveaway yeah our giveaway is a gift box from 1821 manmade um so it's going to have a bottle of their sweet tobacco body wash shampoo conditioner as well as their paste and we're throwing in a marriage on the rocks uh ball cap snapback yes yeah so be sure to join that and uh join the speakeasy page also um with the speakeasy too uh, we want you guys to to interact and stuff, and um, I know that we we actually got a dumbass post of the week this week from from the speakeasy. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we want you guys to start doing all that. Anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about introducing your your kids to your partner. So those new relationships, um, you may already have some kids, and it you know. How do you do it? When do you do it? All of that stuff. What's the right way, the wrong way? Right. <clears throat> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. Yep. Like Crystal said, we got this from the Speakeasy group, so share it in there, and we will use it as our dumbass post of the week. Yeah. So this one says, all I need is someone who can stay no matter how hard it is to be with me. Yeah. That's a... High maintenance pain in the ass, biatch. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, and and I would say most that would probably be from a woman. I guess mm-hmm. a dude could could post something like that. I stick by my statement. Then he's a high maintenance biatch. <laughs> right. Right. I guess. I guess you're right. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for. For, for interacting with the speakeasy mm-hmm. and um, and giving us some some kind of dumbass post to to do this week. Uh, so, like I said, we're gonna be do we're gonna be talking about introducing your kids to your partner. Uh, this is something that we well for one we get a lot of a lot of people that ask us to do an episode on blended families. I th- most of those, if not all of them, that request comes because the re- the children of whatever blended family dynamic they have, one of them has kids, one of them doesn't, they both have kids, whatever, their partner's 
child or their behavior or their partner's interaction with their own child and behavior is putting stress on the marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of couples that get married and bring their kids from a previous relationship into their new relationship, that dynamic can create problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get a lot of those. A lot. Of my yeah. husband's child is a pain in the ass. He's disrespectful. She's a daddy's girl and won't listen to me, and he won't discipline her. That's usually the complaint, mm-hmm. is the parent of the child won't discipline them, and the non-parent wants to discipline them or feels guilty about trying to discipline them or doesn't know if they have the... Uh, if they're allowed to discipline them, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean spank them necessarily, yeah, but no. those type of things. And so there, there's a lot of different dynamics to whatever that blended family makeup can mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But we get we get quite a few people reaching out about it, and we don't necessarily have a a big blended mm-hmm. family. You and I. We, of course, have our blended dogs right. <laughs> and then my stepson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't bring any kids to the family, but you definitely did. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that it's nice to talk about something that we have really gone through and... With each other. Yeah, with each Not other. Not from a previous relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I guess because most of the time it seems like we do talk about stuff that we've dealt with in the past mm-hmm. and not with each other. Right. So this one is something that you know we we can really really relate to and give you all our experience and then not only our experience but kind of like what we did and what your previous partner did as well mm-hmm. in, in with the with getting divorced. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of variables to this. I think the child's age mm-hmm. depends on it. Yeah. I think that, you know, if, if you want to kind of start initially on how soon should you introduce your child and the person you're dating. I think, you know, if you're a, an, a mature adult with half a brain, you should know when a relationship is getting serious. Not when you're testing the waters, not when you're dating around. You should not be introducing your child to your partner that you keep changing partners once every month or once every two mm-hmm. months. Um, so it needs to be somebody that you feel at least quasi-committed with and, and don't feel that there's a rush to introduce your child to that person. Mm-mm. And so I think a lot of people either wait way too long or jump in way too soon. Yeah, But... Whatever path you're taking where you want to go, the biggest piece is to be honest with your child. Yes. Um, Don't try to hide it. Don't try to lie about it. Don't try to sugarcoat it. And don't try to paint it as to something that it's not. Um, One of the things that happened when my ex and I went through our divorce was because she was leaving me for someone else, she, she didn't want to... She didn't want to own up to that. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know if she ever did. I know. Um, but I know she didn't want to initially. She didn't want to tell our son, who was you know, a daddy's boy. He was not a mama's boy. He was a daddy's boy. And she knew that. She didn't want to tell him, yeah, I'm leaving your dad for this other guy. Because she knew that would have went over like a lead brick. I mean, it would not have been good. Yeah. 
but she still should have been honest with him when she decided to introduce him to this guy. Yeah. And what what she did, and I'm I'm starting off with her because her her introduction happened before mine did with you. Mm-hmm. She was seeing this guy, and uh, we she had still not even moved out yet, and she took Seth with her. I'm thinking it was maybe it was the same night we went on our bowling thing. Oh, really? As a group, yeah. Oh, well, that we weren't makes dating sense, yet, I guess. But I was yeah, trying we to remember what, what was I doing. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, she took our son on a date with this guy under the guise of this is mommy's friend. Now my son was 13 years old, almost 13 no, years old. He wasn't that old. He was 11. I guess he was turning 12. Uh-huh. He was about to turn 12. He was about to turn 12 mm-hmm. like because of his he was in 6th grade. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He was about to turn 12. But he wasn't some 4-year-old little kid. Right. Mm-hmm. He knew he was for one, he was smarter than his age. Mm-hmm. He was more mature than his age for some of that stuff. And she, she still tried to lie to him about it and sugarcoat it. She didn't come flat out and tell a bold-faced lie, but she wasn't honest with it. Mm-hmm. And so she tried to paint it very innocently. Oh, this is just mommy's friend mm-hmm. that she works with. There's he's He's a fun guy. He, you know, you'll like him a lot. He's into the same stuff you are. And so she tried to paint him like a buddy, mm-hmm. her buddy and his buddy. And she kept with that. And so after she painted that picture, her mommy's friend so-and-so, I think he kind of wanted to believe that, but he he knew something was up. Was up. So that was around January-ish, early mm-hmm. January. Do you think, so, like, with the mommy's thing, like, and, I mean, he he was old enough to know, like, to be told the truth. Mm-hmm. He was old enough to understand yeah. <laughs> everything. But do you think that that approach is, is good for someone that is, has a young, young child? No. I don't, I don't think you should, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't think... As a parent, you should, I mean, you don't, when I say you don't, you don't need to be like, this is, this is mommy's fuck buddy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You know? Yeah. (laughs) This is, oh, this is, but they go to this weird link because they're, they're afraid of how the child's going to react to it. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like just putting off the inevitable. I mean, what's going to happen? Oh yeah. My mom married her buddy from work. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, where where do you where do you realistically see this relationship going? Uh-huh. And if you think there's first, that's why I go back to what I initially said. You shouldn't introduce them if you don't feel your relationship has any legs to begin with. Yes. But if you do feel it has legs, you need to be transparent mm-hmm. to the point of your interest in that person. Mm-hmm. So I saw how she was handling it, and he was he was kind of talking to me about it, and you could just tell he knew it was awkward. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was at the same time I was still kind of trying to figure out if you and I were going to... We hadn't even like went on a date. Yeah, no, really. we hadn't. Um, we just kind of flirted around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, how, do you remember how long it was after we started seeing each other that I introduced you? Uh, was it before or after Valentine's Day? It was before. It was before Valentine's Day. Okay. I think it was at the very... Beginning of February? Or yeah, end of January? One of, yeah, one of the two. Yeah. 
Uh, no, I think it was the very beginning of February. Okay. Uh, I guess we had been dating about a month. Yeah, about. Uh-huh. Three to four weeks. Yeah. But I knew that, uh, you know, I knew you mm-hmm. for almost a year at that point. So it wasn't like you were someone I had just met. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's another thing that you have to keep in mind. Even though I say, yeah, we'd been dating for four weeks and I decided to introduce my child. That's mm-hmm. because we knew each other. You weren't this new person in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, he didn't know you. He had never met you. He had mm-hmm. he had, he had met a lot of people at where I worked, but whenever he came up there, you just... Was your off day? It was just coincidence. Uh So what I did was I, I started to lay the groundwork in a very honest way. Mm -hmm. I didn't sugarcoat it. I said, "Hey, I was like, I know you. You haven't met, but I work with this girl, Crystal." And I was like, and I just talked about what we had in common. I talked about um, the shows you liked and the shows that I liked because he Seth liked everything I did. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't foreign. And so I started talking to him about you and he knew who you were because at christmas i had bought you that office calendar oh yeah and he was with me when i went and picked it up uh-huh. and I was, I was like oh i gotta get this uh because you were still engaged mm-hmm. at the time yeah and i said i was like i gotta get one of the girls i work with she's a big office fan i need to get her this this calendar and he was i think he the only girls he remembered that i worked with was Al- tony alana, alana and maybe Dorothy. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so he he only remembered those 3. And uh-huh. he's like, "Who's it for?" I think he was like, "Who's who, who's it for?" And he's like, "Is it, I think he's like, "Is it for Lana?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "No." I was like, I was like, "You haven't met her." I was like, "It's it's Crystal. She works up front where Tony works cuz he, he knew who Tony was." And, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, okay." Um, and so that's what I said. I said, "Do you remember at Christmas when I bought that girl Crystal that that stuff, that calendar?" He's like, "Yeah." And, and so I was like, yeah, I was like, she, she likes all this stuff. And, and so I started telling him, and, and as soon as we, very shortly after his mom moved out, you and I went on a couple of dates, mm-hmm. I told him, mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I, I said, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing that, that girl, Crystal, from work. Because very shortly after was when we had the, the Xbox Remember oh, the little, yeah, uh-huh. the, the connect, the connect, uh-huh. yeah. So he could see, he saw you sitting there with me uh-huh. on the couch, which I always thought was funny because his mom was there, uh-huh. and he turned the connect on, and we were sitting on the couch together. Yeah, while his mom was in the room with him. Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm sure that, that was perfectly. awkward for her. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we, I think he hid. Had he met you before that, though? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Oh, wait. He no, had wait, to he, have. He did. He had to have, because the first time you guys ever saw each other was when we went out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So his mom was still doing this whole buddy coworker thing, mm-hmm. and she wasn't being honest about it, and I saw how, how it was bothering him, and he was questioning it, and, and he would not really challenge her, but kind of, and she would get defensive with it, and it's mm-hmm. just like, just tell him the truth. Just tell him the truth that you're seeing this guy. And so I, I saw, by the way, she was handling that I was, even if even if for experimental purposes, I'm like, I'm going to try this the exact opposite way. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. So I told him I started seeing you. I told him that we were dating. And I asked him, I said, I said, you know, we're, you and I are together this weekend. Uh, how would you feel about meeting Crystal? And we can go to Casa Bonita. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I think that'd be cool. And I said, if you don't want to, 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, you if you're not comfortable with it, that's fine. And I, I talked to him like a person, not like a child that I was spouting off what daddy's going to do, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I knew at some point in time, that's the way his mom would handle it because mm-hmm. that's just how she is. Yeah. Um, well, and you even told me too, how important he was to you mm-hmm. and that, you know, he, he was your number one priority right. at the time. And, and that I needed to, I need to understand that. Well, and that was where we, we've said it on here before. We really lucked out that, your schedule was perfect for my schedule with him. Mm-hmm. You worked every weekend I had him, mm-hmm. so it didn't overlap. And then I ended up, I think I was going to watch him for his Her. mom. She yeah. she started dating around mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I told her, I was like, I don't care what, you want, what date you want to go on with, who you want to see. If you aren't going to be with, if you need a babysitter, I will do it. Mm-hmm. So let me know. And so... I think that's what ended up happening. She was she wanted to go on a date or something like that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch him. This is a good time for me to introduce him to you." So I, I let him really kind of be in control of. It. I let him pick where we where we were going to go eat. Really, mm-hmm. I gave him a couple options. I let him uh, kind of pick how he wanted to meet with you, and told and I told him before. I said, "You don't have to like her." Mm-hmm. I said, "I really think you will," but it's you don't have to. I'm not trying to force anybody on you. We're just now starting to see each other. Um, so see what you think and then just tell me after we go and hang out. So he's like, all right. And so that's what we did. Mm-hmm. And after we went out for dinner and we ate and we played video games and ski ball yeah. and all that, he had a really good time. Um, and then we, we just took you home and dropped you off. I didn't bring you back to the house. We were careful to not show any form of PDA mm-hmm. in front of him because I just didn't want to weird him out yet. Yeah. Um, and so we talked about that and we kind of knew how you and I were going to interact with it because I didn't want to just rush into it with him and, and throw him into shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after we dropped you off, I asked him, like, well, what do you, what do you think? He's like, I really like her. I had a lot of fun. And uh, I said, are you okay if, if I continue to see her date her? And he was like, yeah. And so... Every progression of our relationship, I included him yeah. in the decision. And I did that. Not, I mean, I let him help me pick out the house that I was going to rent uh-huh. to move into. You know, I, I, I let him feel like he was in control of some of the decisions we made because I think he felt like everything was out of his control. I know. He couldn't control that his parents were getting divorced. He mm. couldn't control that, you know... His mom was seeing somebody else, and then eventually she dated multiple guys over a 12-month period. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing that I I was very fortunate with, that I only dated one person after the divorce, and that's who I ended up marrying. Mm-hmm. So I didn't play the field. He wasn't used to seeing daddy with a bunch of different people. Um, and I don't know how many of his mom's boyfriends he actually met, mm-hmm. but... She dated several guys. Yeah, like I think it was like six or seven. Yeah, or six like or that. seven guys in that first year, and I don't. Mm-hmm. She didn't introduce him to all of them, but mm-hmm. she she played the field that first year, and I didn't. Um, and so I think that we really immediately kind of established a a form of of consistency and stability mm-hmm. because it was just you and me. So while while I chose to go that route, um, and even with the decisions, whenever I was going to ask you to move in. With with us, I talked to him about it, and it was never, I want this. It was, 
how do we feel about it? He and I, let's, how about we make this decision? How's that going to affect us? Do you have any concerns? What, you know, are we still going to be able to do this? Do you still want to go golfing? You can still play this and that. And I think I worried about it more than I needed to because Mm -hmm. he was very accepting with every decision I made. And I think he was very accepting with every decision I made because I treated him like an adult. Yeah. Now, I know people will say, well, he would... he was only that accepting because you were the dad. Mm-hmm. And it's easier for a kid to see his dad move on than his mom. That's not how my last relationship was. Mm-hmm. He, Like I said, he was a daddy's boy. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a mama's boy. And so his reaction to what I did, I felt he was going to be more sensitive to than what his mom did. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think since I was the one that got dumped, in his mind I probably had a little more leeway because... He would be like, well, I can't even get mad at dad for what he's doing because mm-hmm. mom's the one that dumped him. What's he supposed well, to do? I think like even even when you guys told him that you were getting divorced, um, you made her tell him that she wanted the divorce, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think that I think that, that probably did help you. Right. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I don't know. I think that you're right because most it seems like a, most boys are really close to their moms. Mm-hmm. And and they want they they don't want some other dude with their moms, but right. because he was so close to you, it was different. It mm-hmm. was a a different situation than most. Yep. You know, and and I I found out well, after she had moved out, um, you know, I've said on here before, she handled all the money. She handled all the bills. She didn't want me touching that stuff. Well, I started getting the bills in the mail, and I was still leaving the house, and she had moved out. So I got the phone bill mm. and realized that she had been communicating with this guy for months before she told me she wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember... What? She was blaming me for something, saying that um, it, it was about this. It was about this, but I can't remember how we got on the topic. I I think I had I think I had asked Seth. I was like, "Well, do you really think this guy is your mom's friend? Mm. Do you believe that?" Mm-hmm. And because he was talking to me about, it, and he's like, "I don't know." And I think I told him. I said, "Look, guys and girls aren't ever just friends. I'll oh. let you know that right now." <laughs> and so I don't know if he brought that up to her or something, but she was kind of accusing me of making it hard on her. And I said, just tell him the truth. No, that you know what happened was he found text. No, no, no. That was later. Oh, I was, was? going to get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we had talked. She had multiple opportunities oh my to come clean. and t- She didn't even have to tell him, I left your dad for this guy. Yeah. I just wanted her to say, this is my new boyfriend. Oh. I'm seeing this guy. I'm taking trips out of town with this guy. We are doing this. I am invested in his children. Mm-hmm. Because... If they had gotten married, that would have been a real blended family because yeah. he had two girls. Uh-huh. And they were little. They were both younger than Seth. And he would have had two little sisters. And when she introduced him to the kids, like, Seth couldn't stand the girls. He mm. hated the girls. Um, and uh, so she kept having the opportunity to come clean, and she wouldn't come clean. And so her and I get in this huge argument over the phone. And I pretty much threatened her with it and told her you you 
need to tell him the truth. Mm-hmm. Because if, I said, I, am, I have these, your phone records that you have been talking to this guy for months, and that's why you left me, and he doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. So tell him the truth that you're seeing this guy. And she was like, it's none of his business. That was her stance. It's not his business who I see. And I was attacking her for not making him a priority. Mm -hmm. That her new love life was her priority and her new life was her priority, not him. Um, And so I was trying to get her to do what I thought was best, Mm -hmm. which was be honest with him and put him as a priority. So she ignores it, ignores it. She keeps doing what she's doing. And lo and behold... She goes to work one day. He's supposed to te- take the bus to school, and she forgets her phone. Mm-hmm. So he picks up her phone and opens her text messages and sees all the sexting that her and this guy had, her friend, mm-hmm. had done with her. And Seth like took the phone to school and went to the office, very upset about the whole thing. And they called me, and they called her. And instead of having some sympathy for what her 12-year-old child just saw, and because he was like, you've been lying to me. Yeah. You have uh, been lying to yeah, me he's like, You're a liar. for months. You're a liar. He told you, he's like, you're mm-hmm. a liar. You have been lying to me about this this whole time. She, instead of saying, you're right, I did. And I won't ever lie to you about who I'm seeing again. She grounded him for snooping through her phone. Mm. Or tried to ground him, whatever. Yeah. And that was her reaction to it. And got onto him about it. So her oh, and, and then she him. wanted you to ground him. Yeah. Too. And huh. that's yeah, so her and I get in another huge fight about <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. And and I said you know, th- that was the big I told you so. This is what I've been trying to tell you to do. If you had been honest with him, like I was about seeing Crystal you would not be in this situation right now. Once again, you had to do things your way, mm-hmm. and it blew up in your face. Yeah. Um, and that, I don't know if I'd say it permanently damaged their relationship, but it really hurt it mm-hmm. uh, because he felt that he couldn't trust her anymore. Oh, yeah. And so then she went into this, you know, I want to buy his love back, so I'm going to do all these things and buy all this stuff, and then she wanted to hold it over his head. But they're... For people that are going through this, you know, I know it's cliche, but honesty is the best policy. Mm-hmm. It really is. When it comes, kids are kids are smart. Give them the credit. Some kids are smart. Some of y'all have some dumbass fucking kids. <laughs> so know oh your own. <laughs> but for the most part, they're going to be smart enough to know what you're doing. They're very intuitive. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, they're instinctful. They know when you act differently. When mommy picks up the phone and she's glowing and smiling from ear to ear because she's texting her boyfriend and stuff like that, you don't have to say what you're texting. Right. But your kid's like, why are you so happy all the time? Uh Uh-huh. When you never were like this before. Yeah. Just be honest with them. Uh Uh-huh. If they're resilient enough to handle the breakup, they're resilient enough to handle you moving on. Uh Uh-huh. And I just don't think that... I, 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 I think that the fear is they're afraid that if they find out about this, my own child's going to think less of me or judge me, and that's going to harm the relationship. The truth is going to come out, and you either have to admit down the road that you lied, hey, this isn't just mommy's friend, uh, they're my boyfriend, and then you look like a liar, mm-hmm. or they're going to find out, and you look like a liar, mm-hmm. 
or you're just honest from the beginning. And you and that's what I told him. I really like this girl. I don't know where it's going to go, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted to continue to see her. And I'm not, you know, I didn't even say anything like, like, she might be your mommy, or I don't even know if she'll, you know, I didn't say anything like that. Because he was, he was old enough, he didn't need another parent. Right. I didn't need someone to co-parent him with. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't a little child. He was becoming a teenager, and he was pretty independent and stuff like that. But Well, and I think that, like, I mean, coming from somebody that doesn't have kids and going into a relationship with someone with kids... And the way that you set it up was perfect for me. It mm-hmm. made my life a lot easier yeah. to handle getting into a relationship with someone with a kid because you don't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that if he was going to like me or not. Yeah. And because the way because of the way you handled it, it made my life a lot easier. And because of the way she handled her situation it made ours easier it, it made ours easier but it also made it hell for the initial dude mm-hmm. that that she was with and because i mean i remember they like went on vacation and uh he got mad at seth and because mm-hmm. seth didn't like him yeah and he's not gonna have respect for some guy that his mom was lying about the right. entire time to him and so with with us, at least, like, you had enough respect for Seth mm-hmm. to to tell him the truth. And in with that, he, he ended up respecting what you had to say and respecting me. Well, and, and one of the things that you do, even as important as the child is in this, the other very important aspect is your new relationship. Mm-hmm. And sneaking around, hiding, and being dishonest to someone, whether it's a child or not, creates an added strain to your relationship. And I think sometimes people may initially think, oh, this is kind of hot. Mm-hmm. We're keeping a secret. But it's from a child that's going to be part of your lives. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not like hiding from your parents yeah. or you know your friends or something. It's, it's, it's a child that's very influential at this point. Um, but that was the other thing I didn't want you in. And when you're lying about your relationship, you're putting limitations on your own relationship. If I had lied about you, the stuff that we did with your family, with going to the park, with your dad, with all the stuff we did with your family, we couldn't have done. Mm-hmm. It would have been way too awkward to be like, why are we with daddy's friend's family today? Yeah. You know, know, I mean, and and so we would have had to miss out on a lot of stuff to do, Um, you know, sneaking around and not seeing. And that was the thing is, is we we were very careful to not to not interact in a way that we felt like we had to hide something from him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for the most part, we you know, you didn't stay the night when I had him Mm -mm. for a while No, yeah, uh, because we got. The other nights together. Uh-huh. And it worked out with your schedule. Mm-hmm. And it was the perfect schedule for daddy-son time mm-hmm. and boyfriend-girlfriend time. Mm-hmm. And they didn't overlap or interfere. Right. But then when when your ex started doing the stuff where she was going on dates and stuff with other guys and having you watch him, mm-hmm. it gave 
me the opportunity and us the opportunity or you the opportunity to be like are you okay if if crystal comes and hangs out with us mm-hmm. and he's like oh yeah and so it gave me the opportunity to get to know him a little bit better and him to to know that like oh like she's she's showing interest in both of us mm-hmm. not just dad yeah well and then shortly after that down the road when you started to get when you got your new job you would take him to school yeah. or drop him off or pick him up and that was something else we asked him are you okay with this mm-hmm. and that alone time you guys had helped you guys bond but it wasn't something that was forced on him no uh-uh. and it actually showed that he was a priority to us and not because i think he felt at times he was a burden to Her. his mom and whoever she was with uh-huh. and we never made him feel that way and that was what what ended up happening, especially that first year was. She she gave up a lot of weekends mm-hmm. she could have had. Him, oh yeah, and I took every single one of them mm-hmm. um, because I I was you know that that was what I wanted to do, and that that to your point that was where we were able to bond together with. Oh hey, you were supposed to be with your mom with we this weekend. You weren't. Chris and I have plans. You know, do you want to go do this? Do you want to go do that? And that's when. You know, he got to go to stuff at the bowling alley, do more stuff with the family, because you and I had those plans already, mm-hmm. and then we let him be included if he wanted to, yeah. mm-hmm. and we would go do that stuff. Um, and, you know, we'd go get, get our food, get pizza, watch movies, play games, whatever it was that we were doing, and that's when he started meeting Dana and Darren and becoming close yeah. with them uh-huh. and all that stuff, and so it, once again, it provided a little more stability and normalcy, normalcy to his life. When everything that was going on with his mom was still kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, and then I think she still kind of tried the same crap. Even with the guy that she married? Yeah, initially. Like, this is my friend I met. And <laughs> oh I'm like, did you not learn you anything? You didn't learn anything. You know? Yeah. Be honest about it. Yeah, I know. Well, and that was the thing, too. And I've, I've said it on here uh, quite a few times, I think. At least a few about how he how he ended up coming to you one day saying that you know it's weird that that you and Crystal get along so well and you guys never fight cuz mom and her boyfriend they are fighting all the time and and you're like whoa, whoa wait hold on dude no our our relationship is how it should be mm-hmm. <laughs> uh your mom and her boyfriend they that's not that's not good that they're fighting like that yeah. all the time. And we want to show you what a good relationship looks like, not a unhappy relationship. Mm-hmm. But yep. I think that I don't know. I think that everything the way that everything did play out, it it just worked out perfectly. Well, and you see him interact with his girlfriend very similarly to how we interact Mm -hmm. and not how 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 me and his mom interacted or how his mom and whoever she ended up with interacted either Mm -hmm. Um, and he was still young enough to be influenced by that Mm -hmm. and to be shown a good example but he got whatever form of normalcy he thought he had with when the first you know 11 to 12 years of his life with watching me and his mom interact i mean even if you say he 
started paying attention when he was three. Mm-hmm. You know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He had nine, nine years, years of that, and he's since had ten years mm-hmm. to watch us. Yeah. And so, I think as to date and moving forward, he's been shown a good example more than he has a bad example mm-hmm. or a consistent one, I guess if he spent half his time with them initially, it was, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of split. Um, so he, he knows what a good relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, uh, you know, you see how he and his girlfriend interact is, is what you would kind of want to see from a young couple. It is. Yeah, I know. I like that. And I know it makes me proud. It makes me really proud that that he he treats his girlfriend good and that they you know, they love each other and they're they're um uh, I don't know, they they you know, they touch each other, they kiss each other mm-hmm. and they're affectionate with each other. Yeah. They don't act annoyed with each other. No, that's uh-uh. that's the thing. That, that's one of the things you can always tell in a just in an unhappy relationship is they have a level level of annoyance with mm-hmm. one another. Yeah, um, and, and they they don't have that. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, even as for high school sweethearts, mm-hmm. that's odd. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was annoyed it's good, all the time. But I it's know. odd. Yeah. Uh. So, but I, I think that that's where, you know, pe- people that are going through this, once again, the, the age of the, t- of the child depends on some of the nuances and the variables that, that you will have. You know, we were fortunate enough, Seth was older, so he was a little more independent, so we had a little more freedom. Mm-hmm. Someone that's going to be younger is still going to be more of a priority. And so I was really able to kind of start making that shift from, okay, my son is my priority to as he gets a little more independent my priorities can shift into my relationship and then balance that and then eventually you're my number one priority yeah well and with even with that though it's like i'm your we you transitioned it into you know i'm your number one priority but at the same time including him in everything and making sure that he still was a priority right and making sure that he still felt mm-hmm. like he was a priority yeah um you know i think that we, we we do get questions about the my husband lets his kids get away with everything mm-hmm. and i want to discipline them and i know that we didn't really go through that we had like one incident mm-hmm. where seth acted like a shithead about something <laughs> and you wanted to really enforce the rules and come down on him and not let him off the hook. And I made the decision to let it go. Mm-hmm. And you were irritated about that. And one of the things that the person coming into the relationship doesn't understand is you, if you're that involved parent in your previous marriage and you get to see your child 100% of the time, now you only get to see that child half as much and I came to the realization from the time he was 12 to when he was going to be an adult over those next six years because of our custody agreement, I was only going to be a part of his life for three of those years mm-hmm. just because it was 50-50. Right. Um, and, I mean, that's just how the math works out. Yeah. <laughs> so you're actually going to be a part of it for only half the time. Mm-hmm. And 
it, it is that, well, I don't want to be the bad guy. And what I didn't want to, it wasn't necessarily that I didn't want to be the bad guy. I, I knew, I've always been very self-aware. I, I knew that the end game, because I'd seen so many parents do this with their kids, they were so hard on their children as teenagers. They were so disciplinary and they were so, you know, militant with their children that they just didn't have a good relationship with them as adults. And it was very forced. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, of course I love you. You're my dad. Not because they had a choice. Mm -hmm. And I've always told him, whether you're related to somebody or not, it's your choice whether you love somebody. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if they're your parent, if they're your grandparent, if they're your brother, their sister, your cousin. Who You don't have to love anybody you don't want to. And just because you're related to them doesn't mean you have to love them. Now, I know that there's a lot of family people mm-hmm. in this world well, that would completely, completely disagree with that <laughs> uh and you're you're welcome to your opinion and to be wrong that's okay <laughs> but you know I, I made it very clear to him that that and i knew that the end game was i wanted him to be in my life forever yeah and mm-hmm. fast forward from you know us getting together in 2011 we get married in 2013 um, which you know he was he was the first person I showed the engagement ring to, mm. and told him I wanted you to marry me, and he was just very nonchalant. And I was like, I was like, are you? Would you be okay with that? As he's like, yeah, whatever. She's already living here all the time, so might as well. <laughs> and he was just like, he's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever. And I was like, all right, good. I just want to make sure you're fine with it. He's like, yeah, I'm cool. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go back downstairs and play. It's like, all right, yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, well, you know, and even with uh, with us getting married and everything, because I had my own specific vows to him too, mm-hmm. um, because I thought that that was important, right? To we even include, to include him, him in, in the actual wedding and the ceremony, yeah. and um, and even like because the, you know, the sand pouring, yeah. he poured his sand, we poured our sand, mm-hmm. and we all became a family, right? Um, but fast forward down the road where as he was transitioning out of adolescence into a young adult and then to an adult, once he finished school and we made the decision to move away, the intent was to hopefully have a good enough relationship that he eventually came to live near us. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. His his relationship with his mom it wasn't severed, and it's still not severed, but it was definitely strained. Mm-hmm. And I think he really just kind of felt like an out of place person in her new family, because and the other benefit we had is we didn't have kids. I know that's very true. Uh-huh. That was the other thing, um, and and you need to be aware of of your child's feelings about that, mm-hmm. and I, that's something that if if you if, if we if you're in the situation that you and I were in, one of you has kids, one of you doesn't. But the one that doesn't wants to have kids eventually. You need to make sure that your current children understand that and are accepting of that. Mm-hmm. And you have a decision to make. If your child's like, no, I I don't want to share you. I only get to see you half the time anyway. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not even going to get your attention when I'm here because you're going to have a child with this other person. Mm-hmm. That can be well, a strain. And Seth was okay with her having another kid, at least. He was okay with the thought of it, uh-huh. but he was very quickly 
reminded after that child was born mm-hmm. that she had really a new life. had a new life that didn't mm-hmm. include him. Right. And he was just kind of lingering along trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's... Uh, you know, I didn't try to bribe him to come out here or anything like that. We offered to help if they wanted to. And I think he just kind of always thought, well, this was the plan. Mm-hmm. I, I plan on coming out there. I really want to move out there and because and, he loved it out here. And, and we just kind of always thought that that would happen. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it did. did. I know. Um, and I, I attribute that to how... And that I, I say that because I knew as he was would hit some of his pain-in-the-ass teenage moments... I didn't want to get too wrapped around that. I didn't want... And it's not that I'd let everything slide. I would still blow up at him. <laughs> no, man. That one time. Well, there was one time that you blew up um, that I ever remember you blowing up on him. And that was scary. Yeah. I was pretty angry. <laughs> that was the only time I've ever seen you mad. <laughs> I got really mad at him when we moved to Roxborough, too, over something. Oh. I remember yelling at him in the living room. Oh. Was, yeah, it was when he... I think I do remember about his too. grades and all yeah. that stuff, but uh-huh. uh, but it wasn't that I let everything slide. It was just this one time. It was like I don't have any time. I can't deal with this right now. You just happened to be home with it, and I was like, just let it go. Let him have it. Just mm-hmm. let it go. And you were really irritated about it. But I knew then. I knew through all that stuff that the end game. He was going to be an adult, mm-hmm. and. It was really kind of a pick your battles thing. Mm-hmm. Pick your battles. Yeah. <laughs> and his mom's choice to pick the battles was to scream and yell at him when he didn't put a bowl in the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, and to scream and yell at him because he didn't clean out the litter box. Mm-hmm. And to scream and yell at him because he did this or didn't do that. And I chose not to do that. Mm-hmm. I chose to pick the battles based on other items mm-hmm. that I would hope would forge him into an adult. <laughs> and not potentially damage or sever our future relationship when he's not a child mm-hmm. um and that's i think that's exactly why he's out here with us and not yeah. back there i know yeah i know and i think that as the as the person going into a relationship with me without kids into a relationship with kids I think that you need you do need to to think about that sometimes because I got I got really frustrated that day mm-hmm. and uh, and like we said it was just one this was just one instance it wasn't it didn't happen all the time and I was just I I think it, I I got wrapped around like that this is that's not how I was brought up mm-hmm. you know I wasn't brought up to to get away with stuff. Right. And I'm still that way to this day. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, but to be that person that is going into it without kids and with to the person with kids, it's, you do have to know, you have to, you have to know like when to listen to what your partner Mm-hmm. is saying because they are the parent mm-hmm. and you're you're really not and they probably know <laughs> better than you do mm-hmm. um i think that but at the same time i think that you need to know when your kids are 
taking advantage of you too. Yeah. Well, and, and as the parent of that child, you, you need to understand that your new partner has the right to approach you about that child. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, you should never say, well, he's my kid, not yours. I'll do mm-hmm. what I want. Um, and that's not the way to take it. That's you not need a, to know how to talk about card. it with yeah. each other. It should be on the table. Um, and I think that it, with that stuff, it wasn't It wasn't that, well, I want to be the good guy and keep painting his mom the bad, the bad guy. I know. Um, she did that all on her own. I had very little to do with that. Mm-hmm. But part of it was... Every time he came over, he told me about the fights they were in. Mm-hmm. And so I knew his home life there was awful, mm-hmm. that all they did was argue. And I didn't want him to be like, geez, I just, I argue with my mom. I argue with my dad. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, you know, I don't, I, I wanted him to look forward to coming over mm-hmm. and not dread it. Because he dreaded going over there. He yeah. dreaded going back sometimes. He's like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't want to go. And, and I would tell him, you know, I'd tell him at that point, you need to get along with your mom. You, you're, she's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. She's your mom. We have joint custody. You have to get, because in the state of Colorado, the child doesn't get to choose which parent, no mm-hmm. matter what their age. No. They, whether they're 16, 17, they do not get to choose which parent they spend their time with mm-hmm. um, until they're an adult. In the state of Colorado, they even say, and this is what they told us, we would, rather, we would still rather the child get 50-50 exposure even to an A-plus parent and a D-minus parent. Mm-hmm. Because so, they need both parents. They need life. both parents no matter what the quality. And mm-hmm. so that was going into it. Um, there wasn't really anything. If I hired a lawyer, I couldn't you know, say, well, she did this and that. I deserve full custody. Um, and it's a no-fault state, so it doesn't matter if there's infidelity or, mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. Um, they want the child to be equally exposed to both parents. And so he couldn't make the decision. And, and she knew if he could, he would have chose mm-hmm. to stay with me. Um, and so I think that I just didn't want him to not look forward to coming over and dread it. And I didn't want, he, it seemed like he didn't, he didn't really respect the guy that she was with. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want him to not respect you either. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, you know, there, there's, there's things about it that you, you just have to be very aware, um, and have your radars on in those situations and know what your actions are going to do, what you say, and how that child's going to react to it. Um, but, but don't let the child be manipulative. <laughs> oh, I know. To either one of you. Yeah. And, and don't let they, them... Because they can do that in divorce. And going back to the respect thing, as the parent of the child, you should never allow your child to disrespect your partner. Mm-hmm. Period. And don't let your partner disrespect their other parent that you aren't living with. No. Oh, gosh. And we no. never dealt with that. No, we didn't. Uh, as far as I know. Uh-huh. But that's something that you you also hear. I know about yeah. Um, and I mean, we. Uh, I think that because we had another episode about uh, exes and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know we we didn't have like oh, oh yeah we're gonna be friends with her yeah. and stuff like that. But we we definitely were respectful, mm-hmm. and she was. She was respectful to us, at least to... As far as we knew. To, to yeah. our face, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we, we never had any real drama Mm-mm. because of it. And that's another thing. We, we, we get we a lot of We didn't have the, any drama because we didn't let it. Allow it, it. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, she would kind of start 
arguments with me and I would just mm-hmm. wouldn't respond and engage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's still, it's formidable years for those kids and how you react to those situations as a child, as them, with them being a child is going to affect their perception and your relationship with you as they become adults. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the end game I'm talking about. Whether you're dealing with a four-year-old, a five-year-old, or a 15-year-old, or a 17-year-old, um, whatever that journey is going to look like, how, how you react to those situations and set up success in the future is going to really determine what the outcome of that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I even think about, like, I know that this is, it's not divorce or anything, but, like, when, when my mom died and then my dad decided to start dating and stuff and, and introduced his, um, I guess, new wife, wife now, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to me and my sister. I mean, we're old, you know, but it's still, <laughs> it's still like, you still, because I know that there's older kids that treat their new, uh, their dad or their mom's new partner like shit mm-hmm. because it's not their dad yeah. or it's not their mom. And they weren't even, didn't even happen when they were children. Right. Yeah. And you, you still have to. Well, and that's where, I mean, one of the things I said when, when your dad went through all that is I, I understood him wanting your guy's approval. Mm-hmm. But he does. He shouldn't have to worry about what you guys think because this is the person that's going to be in his life, mm-hmm. not you guys. Right. And we're that's, adults. That's another thing that adult children don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care what my daddy does. He, I'm always going to be his little girl. Well, no, mm-hmm. you're not. He's got a new partner that is his number one priority. You guys aren't. And. and and that's something that a lot of people don't want to hear and don't want to expect. But that is the difference of he doesn't need, you know, I, I'm using him, but th- those adult children, that parent doesn't need their approval. Yes, it would be nice. Yeah. But he's not raising anybody. They're not rearing kids together. You know, what he does doesn't affect their daily life or anything like that. So those kids really don't have a say. Yeah. I mean, yes, you would want them to get along. You would want them to give their blessing and, and all that, because that's what you want. But you, you as, as, that, uh, as that parent of adult children, you do have the freedom to say, yeah, you know what, you don't like her? Tough shit. <laughs> you don't live with us. Yeah, yeah, you do. Seriously. Yeah, but you, you can't do that when you're still raising someone. No. Their, no. their acceptance and partnership and, and uh, relationship with that partner is far more important than that adult. Mm-hmm. What do you think though about like with um with an adult kid saying like cuz cuz you can't tell an adult that you need to respect right <laughs> the partner or anything like that. I guess it's like respect me enough to that I'm making decisions for myself. Mm-hmm. So by you respecting me, I would like you to respect us at least when we're together when and i'm you know i'm i'm very hard-nosed about about those things and you know if if i'm with my soulmate or the my life partner for the you know the rest of my days you know i would tell my children that look this is who i'm with 
if you can't be cordial and accepting and polite, you don't get to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. This is who I'm with every day for the rest of my life. Not you. I want a relationship with you, but if you cannot get along with my partner, that is going to permanently harm our relationship. And I don't want that, but push comes to shove and I have to choose. I'm not choosing my child that doesn't live with me anymore or lives in another state Mm -hmm. or is married with their own kids over my own happiness with someone. And if you can't understand how much my happiness with this person means to me, then you're making the decision to not be a part of my mm-hmm. life, not me. Yeah. And I would just true. kind of put it back on them. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, I'm not a very regretful person. <laughs> so I'd be like, well, this was your decision. I know. I gave you every opportunity to be a part of my life with my new partner, and you chose not to be. Mm-hmm. But the kids look at it as, well, they chose them over me. Well, yes, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. You're a fucking adult. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And that's what you should be doing with your partner, hopefully. But And that's the thing. They probably are in a bad relationship already. Well, but that, that's where you see these couples that have all these problems with these adult children because the adult children act like children. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they call, they bug, they need to be bailed out of jail, they need to you know, be thrown into whatever mental health facility. They've got all these issues that are putting a horrible strain on the marriage. And sometimes you're like, you're doing this shit on purpose. I know. And and that's where, if you're the person coming into that relationship, you need to be fully aware that the person you're about to marry has a bunch of high-maintenance dipshit children oh. that are going to make your life a living hell. <laughs> that's a red flag. And if you can't handle that red flag, get out. Yeah, for real. For real, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that this was a... I think it was a good topic. I think it was something that need that people. I mean, obviously, people. A lot of people go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't really have anything else to add to it, though. But I think that it was just needed. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, I think that about wraps it up. Um, again, don't forget to. Uh, Oh my gosh, not join our giveaway, but... Join the Speakeasy Group join and the enter the giveaway. Enter, enter the giveaway. Rate and review us on iTunes, yes. screenshot the review, share it in the Speakeasy Group. Yeah, it takes a couple seconds. It's yeah. seriously not that big. All you have to do is do the little five-star thing and be like, they're awesome. Yeah, and then, best podcast ever. That's it. Great advice. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, but as always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.